If you had any hopes for the New York Jets making the playoffs, it's time to panic. We're talking about it on the Brandon Contis Jets podcast right now. Contis, I am a Contis. You better like me. I'm from Patchogue. All righty, nice job with the free music YouTube. You're listening to the Brandon Contis Jets podcast on SB Nation, episode four of my first ever sports podcast where we'll keep it simple. We'll keep it short. Never more than 20 minutes. If I have more to say, I'll just put it in another podcast. And this is going to be a short one. This is an emergency episode of the Brandon Contest Jets podcast. A Sam Darnold is out unexpectedly podcast. If you didn't listen to episode three, which I recorded yesterday, I encourage you to go do so. And I wasn't really expecting to talk to you until after the Monday night football game this week against the Cleveland Browns, considering I just recorded a podcast yesterday talking about everything that's gone on since the loss to the Buffalo Bills, the disastrous 17-16 loss to the Bills. And remember when all we had to worry about was the Jets losing week one? I didn't expect to long for those Monday blues. I thought as the week went on, things would just get better. But it's been anything but now that the Jets are without their starting quarterback, Sam Darnold, for seemingly the next few weeks because of mononucleosis. And for a second, I want to go back to Sunday. Go back to that feeling of being up 16-0 during week one of the NFL season, a season where the Jets are are hopeful that they're going to be improved on last year, where they're going to see improvement with Sam Darnold. There's a new regime in the front office, a new head coach that's going to bring in a new offense. There's a new defense, and, and you're hoping that maybe we see some growth from this team this year. And up 16 nothing, it's a good start, but you were still, I was cautiously optimistic watching it. I mean, I was excited about the fact that I was confident they were going to win the game, but the fact that the defense was able to force four turnovers and the offense had nothing to show for it, the fact that the kicking game was abysmal, the fact that the offensive line was bad, all those things, even leading up to the 16 nothing lead, had you cautiously optimistic. But let's quickly look at the timeline since then. Let's look at the timeline since Sam Darnold hit Le'Veon Bell on the left side of the end zone for a touchdown to go up 14-0, followed by the two-point conversion where he scrambled around, running around, looking like it was a dead play, and then finds Le'Veon Bell on the right side of the end zone to get up 16-0. But after that, you get C.J. Mosley gets hurt during the game, and the defense starts falling apart. The secondary gets exposed. The cornerbacks look terrible. No kicker. You blow the lead. Worst loss of the season, we hoped. Losing 17-16 to the Buffalo Bills, a division rival, after you're up 16-0 in the game. The head coach, which was suspect during the game, the, the the offensive play calling us on third down especially was definitely questionable. The head coach calls out his players after placing some of the blame on him following the loss, saying he watched the tape and realized, you know what, it wasn't really my fault. It was much more the player's fault. So that happens during the week. The head coach then acts like a child when he's questioned by the media during their conference call. They have open kicker tryouts after just one week, and this isn't because of an injury. This is not training camp. This is after week one of the NFL season. You're having open kicker tryouts because you didn't address the problem when you should have. Wide receiver Quincy Anuno expected to play a big role in the offense this season. He's out for the year with a neck injury. Two years in a row that that happens to Anunua. His career is now in doubt. And look, love the player, hated the contract. Signing him to a four-year, $36 million contract after he has had a history of injury problems and he missed last year with a neck injury just did not make any sense. Then they go ahead and they trade for Demarius Thomas from the New England Patriots. So the Patriots just signed Antonio Brown. Thomas is now expendable. I know this technically happened before Quincy had was announced as got, getting hurt, but the Jets knew about Quincy Noon. Well, that's the reason they went ahead and traded for Demarius Thomas. And this, again, this is the first trade that the Patriots made with the New York Jets since they traded Bill Belichick to the New England Patriots, which is crazy. 
but a six-round pick for Demarius Thomas. And again, we detailed all that in episode three of the Brandon Contest Jets podcast. Now back to yesterday when Sam Darnold is announces out from practice for being sick. I it was was not even a red flag. I mean, in in no part of me did I did I think was I concerned that maybe he's not going to play Monday Night Football against the Cleveland Browns this week. I was never concerned that he was going to be too sick on Wednesday, that he was going to be too sick to come back and play on Monday. You figure he's going to be at least well enough to get on the field, maybe not feeling 100%, but enough to get on the field. And then today, all of a sudden, it comes out that he's out, and we hear this from Adam Gase. And then 14 has mono, and will be out for this game. So Trevor will be starting. And Luke Falk will get elevated at some point and be the backup. When when Dave and John came to see me, Dave said, look, last, we, night. Yeah, last night, and he goes, look, we got to go talk to Joe. And I looked at John, and I said, it's mono, isn't it? Because they, they, they told me all that they were running all these tests, and they thought it was weird that he wasn't, like the antibiotics weren't working as quick as they thought. And I, I, he goes, why would you think that? I go, I just, it's just, I don't know, my gut just tells me that's what it is. And so he's like, you're right. And so then we got on the phone with the docs. We went through everything. Um, today was going to be a big evaluation for him today just to kind of figure out where he was at in that whole process so we could kind of get a timetable. So that's what they're doing right now with him. So you go from hearing that Sam is just out from being sick, misses practice, to now he's out this week against the Cleveland Browns and maybe even more weeks after that, especially since they only have one more game before they have their bye week, so they might look at that as an opportunity to get him some extra rest and come back against the uh, the Eagles in week five. And I, I personally don't know that much about Mono. I'm not going to pretend to know much about Mono, but I did go on the Google machine, and I saw that if you do have Mono, you're at risk of having a enlarged spleen, and if you play physical contact sports, you're then at risk of rupturing that spleen. So that's obviously something that you can't take a chance if you're not going to put any player's health in that type of jeopardy. So you understand why Sam Darnold is out this week and potentially even more weeks. I mean, you feel for the guy. I'm sure he's frustrated, but that doesn't mean that we can't be frustrated as fans. It's certainly, I, I mean, you have these expectations that were increased this season. And everybody during the offseason that would ask me, what what do I think about the New York Jets this year? What what do you what do you hope? Do you look at them as a playoff team? I always I always said this. I, I look at them as a team that's going to be between seven and nine and nine and seven. Obviously, that means you could easily be six and ten. You could also easily be ten and six. So playoffs were on the table. I did not consider them to be a playoff team because I looked at the New York Jets and I said, what is it that they they do really really well? And I couldn't think of anything. I, 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 there was nothing I saw on this team that I was like, that's that's what they're great at. Either they're a fantastic defensive team or they have a great off- offensive line or, or their, their running back is the best in the league. And while they potentially might have the best in the league in Le'Veon Bell, we don't know that because he sat out last year. Their, their quarterback play is going to be fantastic. Their wide receivers are great. Their secondary is great. The head coaching is amazing. None of that is true. So I couldn't realistically look at this as a a team that was going to go to the playoffs, at least looking at them in week one, because I didn't know what it was that they're really good at. So the biggest thing that I wanted to see from the New York Jets this season was development of the quarterback. I wanted to walk away at the end of the year, whether they're six and 10 or 10 and six, I wanted to walk away from this season saying, you know what? We absolutely have a franchise quarterback. So now that Sam Darnold is out this week and he's out potentially a few more weeks, 
That stunts that growth. I think that's the most frustrating thing. Not just the fact that we're staring at 0-6, because 0-6 was a possibility with Sam Darnold as the Jets quarterback. Whether it's Sam Darnold or Trevor Simeon, 0-6 was a was on the table. Now it's a growing reality. It's an increasing reality with Sam Darnold out because I, I, I certainly believe that Darnold gives the Jets the better chance to win than Trevor Simeon. But that's not to say that with Sam Darnold, they were going to be 4-2 and two after six games. They certainly could have been 0-6. But what I wanted to see was development from the quarterback. And losing out on having Darnold play these next couple of games, that stunts that development. Losing out on the opportunity to see him play in Foxborough in year two, that stunts that growth. And I think that's what's frustrating me the most right now, is that I, I don't want to watch a backup quarterback. I want to watch the young quarterback grow. So right now, the season looks amazingly dark already after just one week. And as I said last night, the Jets are 0-1. That happens to half the teams in this league. That's just the way the mathematics work out. So you don't want to overreact. But it's impossible not to with everything else that's gone on around the team during this this first week of the NFL season. My biggest fear, look, the Jets go 0-6. Browns, Patriots, you got the bye week, Eagles, Cowboys, Patriots. We've talked about the schedule at length throughout uh, every episode of the podcast so far. And, and look, who knows what happens? Maybe injuries hit these other teams. Nobody expected to be without Darnold this early on, so it's impossible to predict, which is is why, all right, it's hard to play the win-loss game. Uh, okay, all right. But right now, it looks bleak. Sam misses most of these games as he gets healthy. And again, with the spleen thing, you can't take any risks at all. He, he's got to be 100% healthy. If it takes five weeks, it takes five weeks. If it, if it takes eight weeks, it takes eight weeks. If he's back in two weeks right after the bye, that, that's great. But you can't take any risks. But my fear is that it turns into a year of stunted growth for the young quarterback. And we go into year three not knowing if we have a franchise quarterback. A Adam Gase then alienates the locker room, gets frustrated with players, and continues his beef with Manish Mehta of the Daily News, causing a situation that looks eerily similar to Miami. And there you go. Happy start to the NFL season, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Brandon Contest Jets podcast, an emergency episode of the Brandon Contest Jets podcast. We'll chat after Monday night. Be good.